Hello, everybody. <laughs> My name is Caesar. And I'm Martha. And welcome back to the 19th episode of Inner Wider Screen, where... Two idiots who know nothing about movies talk about movies. And this is clearly idiots right now, because we're already laughing and nothing's <laughs> happened. Um, we're, yeah, we're already laughing. We were laughing at him clapping, because he was like... Yes, because I, I clapped, so I clapped to be able to help me sync the audio, and I went like this. I'm like, okay, I'm not going to hear that, and then whatever. Um, Martha... How many months in the year have 28 days? How many months in a year have... To oh, I, I was going to answer one because February. But the real answer is 17. 17? Mm-hmm. Can you explain that? No, I just wanted to give a wrong answer today. No, it's 12. Oh. <laughs> I wanted to spice things up a bit. I always get the answer right because oh, I'm too smart. Because right, so. you wanted to be wrong for once. Because I wanted to okay. be wrong for once. I wanted to show a different side of me. Um, you know. Do you, so do you like, research all these possible questions I can do so you just know the answers? Cause no. I feel like, I'm just a logical person. Well, because the first couple of questions I feel like you got wrong, right? This is true. Them. This is true. So I yes. just wonder at what point you just kind of started getting them all right. And now because it makes me feel stupid. I mean, I'm supposed I'm, to be the one making you feel stupid. Haha. <laughs> well, I got news for you, buddy. I already do that to myself every day. That's true. So you know what? You got a point there. You got yeah, a point. So. Well, <laughs> you can't make um, me look stupider than I already do. That's that's very true. Well, we um. <laughs> Well, as you can see, we're on Zoom again this week. Mm -hmm. um, we actually just uh, are starting school today, too. Yep, so. today is the first day of school. Do you have any classes today? Um, I have a four o'clock. So okay. I'm taking four classes this semester. Two of them are fully online. And one is, uh, no. <laughs> One's supposed to be in person. The other one's supposed to be hybrid. But because of Delta, um, our first couple of weeks are going to be online. Yeah. So actually, funny enough, our school made the New York Times. They wrote an article about us. So it was like, what? hey, look at this Texas school actually like caring about COVID and oh, like, doing something and right. Believing it's real. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> this is like one of very few. <laughs> oh, so, that definitely makes sense because um, yeah. I know Texas State, like they're full, they're going in person mm -hmm. right now. And yeah, definitely interesting. Yeah. Um, and then I'm, I, I mean, it's definitely a worry too, especially like. There's been plenty of public school districts, like, having a lot of COVID cases with kids. And then you have the whole, you know, in our state, the whole mask it's, mandate yeah, fight that's, a that's whole going deal. on. So, but yeah. I mean, there is good news today. Uh, the FDA fully approved Pfizer. The Pfizer vaccine. So hopefully, so if I'm anyone 100 is. So 100% approved. Approved. So, hey, if anyone out there, if you were waiting for that, you mm -hmm. know, to get it, go, please. Do because it. Because we got to do something Full though approval. about that yes mm -hmm. um but basically i just wanted to mention that because um we'll see it now with school um that we're doing we'll see if our schedule somehow yeah so we're we're, we'll have we're gonna have out. to you know do some trials and errors here figure out yeah. what our our new schedule is gonna be but uh, more yeah. likely we're gonna keep posting on tuesdays uh, oh yeah so i think that should be fine if anything changes of course we'll let you know we'll let you know social medias twitter Instagram, TikTok, follow sure. us there. And yo, make sure, I keep forgetting to say this at the beginning. I want to say this at the beginning and the end. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. Um, audio version is great and all. You can find us on there. But the video, it's key. Yeah. Definitely key. key. It's key. It's very key. So like, comment, do all that stuff on our YouTube channel. 
Um, before we get into our movie, did you happen to watch anything this week? Yes, I did. You did? Okay. Yeah. So, uh, for one thing, I uh, finally watched season two of The Owl House, which is this show on Disney Channel, which is like so freaking good. I, don't I cannot know what that is. stress to you enough how incredible this show is. If you have not watched it, watch it. It's Can just, you briefly describe what that is? Because okay. I've never heard of that in my life. So it's me, but in cartoon form. But like so, how I wish life was. Why so would I want to watch that then? That <laughs> so does not it's sound this, like. <laughs> my niece actually was the first person who'd seen it and was like, you have to watch this show because it's literally you. And I was like, okay, whatever. And I watch first episode and it was like this quirky Latina girl who is uh, like very in her own world and just really wants to be a witch and like <laughs> oh okay Makes it's sense. literally yeah. me <laughs> right um but she she wanders into this like demon realm with like witches and monsters and all this stuff and she's like learning how to become a witch and yeah. it's it's a really really good show um really good representation like okay. real representation yeah. it's incredible we love it all right um but yeah, so that was that was the one thing that I watched. I finally, well, I caught up on season two for how many episodes are on Disney Plus right now. Oh, okay. Um, but there's, so there's it, still more episodes. Is it still airing on Disney Channel? Yeah. Okay, but like you they, like you said, they put enough up on Disney Plus yeah, to where you're able to... Yeah, they put five episodes at a time, I think, so. Okay. They put the first um, ten so well, far. Well, I guess I'll, I can write that down. We'll see if I can get it's to that. It's so good. I love it. And it's pretty quick to like binge watch. So okay. definitely recommend that. So another... The movies that I saw this week. <clears throat> oh, you saw movies so too. Comes, comes with a little okay. commentary here. So, right. as we said before, today's the first day of school. So, it is my tradition oh. since freshman year of high school. Mm -hmm. I don't know how this started. I don't know. All either. I know is that it's been going on forever, and I and I can't stop it. So, I watch two movies the day before school every year. Again, it's just so random. The it's movies. two movies. It's two movies, yeah. Oh, I only remember the one. So one of them is Zootopia. <laughs> oh, okay. I watch okay. Zootopia every year before school. Before school, And again, I don't know why, but it was like, I, I, well, actually, this one I think I have more of an explanation for, but it was like every time I would turn on the TV the day before school, Zootopia was always on. And so mm -hmm. it just became like part of the routine where I was like, okay, I gotta yeah. watch Zootopia now. Um, so I watched you Zootopia. You have to, yeah. Because you have to. Um, I don't know, honestly, I love that movie. I think it's hilarious. Oh, it's and great. it single handedly yeah. just like ended racism. Oh, so. absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, so there's that. Um, so that was one movie. And then the other movie I saw, which <sighs> I judge myself for watching it Victor Frankenstein. This is the one with um, James McAvoy, Daniel Radcliffe. It's such a bad movie. It's not good at all. And I watch it once a year. Once. <laughs> Only once a year. <laughs> which for you was yesterday. <laughs> which for me was yesterday and I will not be watching it. Which like now I'm like, oh God, was this the last time I'm watching it? Because I, uh, this is my senior year. Oh, Unless I go to graduate school, day. which like, right. no thanks. <laughs> So this might be the last time we ever, ever, ever talk about this, unless we cover it on the show. I guess we're going to have to cover it on the show. Do we have to? Yes, we do. I mean, I remember watching it, uh, I remember it was during, some point during COVID. Yeah, um, I, I think it was, was last kind of, year. I think I made you watch it with you me did. the day before school. 
Oh, last it might have been honestly like last year. Because we were texting each other updates on like what we saw in the movie. Yeah, you're yeah, right. Yeah. You're right. You're right. Yeah, I thought. I mean, it was whatever. I don't really remember much about it. it but yeah, it's not it wasn't good. terrible. It wasn't great. Like, it was just it, like just it was it a just, movie. It exists. Yeah, it exists. Yeah. <laughs> if you like were to tell people like, oh, Victor Frankenstein, not a single person is going to know what movie you're talking. Oh, about. absolutely like, not. I, like they'll think of every other one, but they will never have heard of this one. Absolutely look not. Look at the, the score on Rotten Tomatoes. They're awful. It's, it's terrible. Why like me something? <laughs> I literally remember this coming out in theaters. It was 2015. I don't. Well, because you don't, because it opened to, it had like one of the lowest like opening weekends for like a big release ever. It made $2.5 million on its opening weekend, which is terrible for how many theaters did it open in? Jesus Christ. Like nearly 3000 theaters. It's it's very big, (laughs) very low number. So on top of that and bad reviews like yeah no one saw no or heard of this no except us no we're here to bring it. it to the light i'm here so. to advocate for victor frankenstein <laughs> yes. this just this very very below average movie <laughs> yes. watch uh, it well, once a year yes unfortunately victor frankenstein will not factor into our plans for the next episode yes um yeah. which we will announce at the end we do have something kind of cool we wanted to do for our upcoming 20th episode yeah. so we'll announce at the end but first, we got to focus on what's at hand right now, our 19th episode. And that's because this week we were talking about... Begin Again! Oh, yes. I'm so excited to talk about this one. I love this movie. Okay, con- control yourself. Um, Begin Again <laughs> is directed by John Carney. Uh, he's most known for directing the movie Once, and after this, directed Sing Street. Which we were literally talking about last week. How we were like um it, it was off camera but like we were talking okay. about um how at the time in high school i was like you need to watch begin again and you were like you need to watch sing street and so every time i think of begin again i think of sing street yeah and i guess it's it probably helps that the direct is the same director which like maybe it is, the, is why yeah. it gives the same vibes or something definitely something. i mean i i mean we'll talk about this later but there's definitely parts in this movie that like really show, okay i can definitely tell what sing street what this inspired and how he did street, sing street Anyway, Sing Street is great too, but uh, that's that's a different that's a different thing. Um, really good cast here. The stars Kira Knightley, Mark Ruffalo, uh, Haley Steinfeld, Adam Levine, James Corden, CeeLo Green, and Catherine Keener. Released June 27, twenty fourteen. Made on eight million dollar budget, which I'm kind of surprised that was enough to pay all these people <laughs> for being in the movie. Um, and it grossed about sixty six million dollars worldwide. And 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 is an Academy Award nominee for Best Original Song. For Lost Stars at the 87th Oscars. Loves that song. Um, so, yeah. That's the movie. So, um, clearly, you cannot contain yourself with the level of excitement you have. So, uh, what, are, what are your feelings about this? Like, for the last... Like, I guess... So... Tell me about, like, the beginnings of how you watched and how you grew to love this. I'm very curious. So, I... Well, like, my parents and I were, like, having, like, a movie day. So, we were just, like, watching a bunch of movies. And we stumbled across this one. I think we, like, rented it at Redbox. Yeah. Back when people still rented things at Redbox. <laughs> oh, I still rent things at Redbox. It's great. Oh, really? Okay. Well, yeah. I guess, Let's yeah, because it's a dollar. It's it's only, like, a dollar for DVDs, like, two for Blu-rays versus, like, mm-hmm. if you want to rent, like, a new release on at home, it's, like, six, seven bucks. Wow. I've never really considered that. Dang. Shout out to uh, Redbox. All, I mean, literally, I think the only difference why it's just so not used is because it's physical media and you have to actually get up and go to the yeah. kiosk and everything. It's just easier to just rent it from your couch, you know? 
Yeah, but I used but to I, love going to like Redbox and then going into Walgreens, getting a bunch of snacks and then getting the movies. Oh, like that yeah. was always like the best experience. Yeah, it's awesome. And we'd always I have like movie it. like movie nights where we would like get a couple of different movies. So we should but this do, was, we should we should plan something like that. Honestly. We should That'd absolutely plan something like that because those are always super fun. Okay. Um, but yeah, like I, that was how we found it. We just like found it on Redbox and we we're like, all right, let's watch it. And I just i saw it and i was like i love this movie like i fell instantly in love with it it just it made me so happy to watch mm-hmm. i like still like watching it again i just i just feel happy watching it uh and we love a good serotonin boost because that's always oh important. this is definitely a uh, serotonin speaking of serotonin, serotonin. Boosts, i think i got a serotonin boost in the oh mail in the right mail now. but um <laughs> yeah can i can hear, <laughs> hear them out front um but don't get too excited um, now we gotta get through the episode oh no i'm too excited okay anyway <laughs> like really excited we gotta make this episode super short yeah. but um <laughs> no but like, anyway I, movie's great see you on the yeah. 20th anyway yeah see you tomorrow uh <laughs> <laughs> no, so I I just I loved it. The soundtrack still bops. I listen to this soundtrack all the time. I think this is it's just so yeah. good. Lost Stars, incredible, mm-hmm. incredible song. Everything Especially all the different it. variations of the song that you hear yes. throughout the movie, you, and how you that hear narratively version, ties everything his together, version, and then like the like the the party mix version or something. Like it's just, oh, it's so. Yeah, so we hear like. And then there's two of covers of it that yeah. I wanna, that I'm not gonna talk about, but it's so good. But it's anyway. just oh. I I loved it, and I I remember that I like I, I like told you I was like you gotta watch this movie, and I'm glad that you did. Um, and and I completely forgot to add this to my top ten list when we did our top ten list movie. Like it, it like not even an honorable mention. This belongs no, this on is the like top on the list somewhere. List. I don't know where I don't it would know go. where I would put it or like who I would knock off. Mm-hmm. But it's up there. It. You did forget a lot. I I remember. I feel like every episode we've done since, which was the first episode, you've Mm -hmm. always been like, "Oh, that movie that should have been on the list too." Should have been on the list. list. Dang it! We got to redo our list then. Apparently, yeah. Um, I think so. Damn. What was I gonna say? Yeah. What What were your thoughts Uh, about it? Well, you yeah, you told me to watch this first in high school, um, and I remember really enjoying it when I watched it. But it wasn't something that stuck with me that much after Mm -hmm. i watched it so when we decided to watch it again for this week even though i had already seen it like i didn't remember too much from it so this is kind of like a first watch for me in a way even though i kind of knew where things were gonna go um yeah yeah, i still really dug this movie i think it's a lot of fun um and very like you said very serotonin uh friendly is that what you said that's that your term yeah the boost there's definitely a boost of that and um you can never have you can never go wrong with those movies Mm -hmm. for sure so definitely um definitely a lot to talk about here this probably not won't yeah. be i mean i i don't want to get too ahead of ourselves probably won't be one of our longest episodes because it's not like there's a lot of analysis <laughs> it's a two-hour episode it's solely just me talking about how great it is Erased. and you've you've already logged off it's just me now <laughs> <laughs> i'm like i gotta go i have class and you're just talking yeah. for the next hour solo style I like this movie no. is genius uh, <laughs> no but there are a lot of really cool details in this movie that i really appreciated on the rewatch so mm-hmm. um one thing I wanted to mention that I did not know about before watching this. Did you know what the original title of this movie was? No. Can a song save your life? Wow. So apparently. Which makes sense wh- because there's like mm-hmm. the song um, at the, the. So you found yourself at the subway. What is that called? A step You Can't Take uh, Back. That's what it is. Oh, okay. So, yeah. 
actually besides lost stars i don't know the names of the other songs like i know they i know like in the movie like, they all sounded good but i don't i don't know the names of the songs for whatever mm-hmm. reason okay i watched this on tubi i don't know where you watch this for whatever reason the subtitles were not turning on like it did not let me turn them on so yeah me too yeah i had the okay. same issue i don't know why i did that like i've never had that issue because i started this on voodoo because that's usually what i use like free movies for but like the ad breaks were insane like how often yeah like, every i did not five like minutes <laughs> <laughs> this one wasn't too as bad i think but, i wrote them yeah. down too i was like and break <laughs> break <laughs> like every time i was like oh my so god there's too many if any of y'all watch this along with us on one of those services we apologize but still like i think for what those services do i think it's pretty cool how the library that they have you know if you're yeah. willing to sit through some ads i guess yeah um, i i remember i first discovered Tubi because i started rewatching that one show six, 16 17 it was like that cartoon 16 wishes of, no not 16 wishes uh that cartoon with the like the teenagers who worked in a mall it was like a really weird it 16. was like from canada 16 yes. is that what it's called yeah 16. because i remember I that because that um it was like the same creators of like total drama island yeah it was like the same vibes and everything it was the I'm same sure. vibe just, and everything yeah. like weird vibes but i enjoyed it too. but it was canada so it was yeah, like so they would Canadian. say things mm-hmm. like like crap and i was like oh my god like this isn't supposed to be a kid's show right now i'm kind of freaking out right now (laughs) so i i was like so obsessed with the show as a kid and so i like found out it was there i was like oh i'm watching this so i started rewatching it a couple years ago. my memory of those shows is how many times they would make those characters like puke yeah like a lot of throwing up jokes that i was just like that way yeah and i I remember my sister she's like so uh like kind of like resistant like she hates gross yeah, things so every time she yeah. threw she couldn't watch the show because she was like Ugh! yeah that like, makes sense it was really I mean, gross most yeah. of the shows yeah but like it was also i don't know they were like funny but like because they both had adult humor but also like really childish yeah, humor childish at the humor at the same time so it's like There's i don't a good really know balance who this is of it, so yeah, yeah. <laughs> i guess that makes sense yeah. um Anyway, so then, so this starts off this movie. Back to the yeah. weekend again. Back to the movie that we haven't even started <laughs> talking about. I haven't started talking um, about. Um, so James this starts Corden. off. I Thoughts. was so nervous. I was so nervous when he popped up because mm-hmm. I'm not really a fan of the guy. Yeah. Um, I will say though, I think this is my favorite role i've seen him in a movie because he's not obnoxious yes. in this. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Good. I'm glad you said. Okay. I didn't want to be alone on that because like. I, I, right at this point it's like a meme every time there's a musical and you just like you're just waiting it's like a waiting jump scare for him to show up waiting for yes. the trailer to, for him <laughs> yes. to just pop up and you're like oh my god it's james Corden. like what so, else is with what are the musicals cats um, there's cats the prom. prom he's gonna be in that new one um you tell me i don't i feel like i feel like i know what you're talking about but i don't remember what you're talking about i i just saw a trailer Hansen, the other day it? and it was a musical no not dear evan hansen i just saw a, a musical trailer the other day i don't remember which one it was oh my god but he I, popped I, up I, in it and everyone was like oh my god it's james gordon i know what you're talking about i know what you're talking is it uh hold on i really like i want to know oh, this I know is gonna kill talking. me i know like i gotta figure it, it out I, like, like i have to know before we move on i'm sorry which one it was um <laughs> Well, let's see. He was just in Peter Rabbit too. He voices Peter Rabbit. Of course. Rabbit. Yeah. Classic. Iconic. Which I will yeah. tell you that first Peter Rabbit is not too bad. I never saw it, so I oh. could tell you. you. Might not hate it. Um where is his filmography right here? Uh actor. Cinderella. That's what the it was. Cinderella. Cinderella. Movie, yeah, he like yes. just like pops up out of nowhere yeah. and I was like, Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, but yeah, know. but he pops up in this, and but he's good. Like he's solid. He's, he's fine. He's I know it's just he's a good me. friend. Like he's supportive. Like we yeah. we appreciate him in this character. We appreciate he, him here. This was the beginnings of James Gordon. That's true. So this he was, was still he mellowed really, out a bit. Yes, you know. He wasn't then, the. He didn't make himself the center of attention or anything like that, which I appreciated. It. I think exactly. Yeah. I think he's no disrespect, but peace and love to James Corden. I think that's where he's best suited. Um, <laughs> so then, Kira Knightley starts singing because obviously they're at the at that bar open mic night open thing. mic thing, and she's like, okay, like um, Greta. I keep forgetting the characters' names. She's like, go up, sing your song, blah blah blah. So she starts singing it. At first, mm-hmm. I was like, is this her voice? Like, is she really singing? Mm. But she's singing. Yeah, she oh, sings. Pretty, that's pretty impressive. I know. She idea. do be singing. So I was really impressed with that. And then Mark, uh, Mark, Mark Ruffalo, hello. He shows up. Looking uh, like a little crackhead. We love yes, him. Yes, he, so obviously then you could tell he's pretty much a fuck up, right? Oh, he's um, just, he's drunk, gone. just dropping, you know, just very disorganized and mm-hmm. just dropping things. He's just um, clearly not in the right headspace. Not um, in the right mind at all. But no. then I liked how they introduced him as the record label guy uh, because of like, they had a, that scene in the car where he's like listening to all those demos. He's like, oh, this is shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. This starts off, the instruments are good and he starts singing. He's like, fuck. <laughs> yeah, I know. Sucks. I love that. I love that scene getting him just like he's. Yeah. You can really see here like he's just down, going downhill because going he down just downward hate, spiral. Because he's like, he doesn't have what he wants to work with and like everyone's giving him just like complete shit pieces so he's it's just like just yearning like, for like authenticity like some genuine yes. music but he and... can't find it and like that's his like number one goal is finding someone authentic but he just no can't. one seems to have that because as we see like so he works as a record label for what i understand him and his friend were like they created the label together yes yeah and so they, they first, built it they built it up so at first it was like an independent label for that kind of purpose, like him looking for authentic artists with, you know, stories to tell and all that kind of thing. But because mm-hmm. of the way the industry is now, it's kind of just not part they're, of the They're kind looking of major, more part for of the like, machine. Yes, exactly. Yeah. That's exactly what it is. They're just trying to like mass produce all of these like pop yeah. stars that are going to make them a bunch of hits. Make on them the hits radio. rather than yeah. making anything real. Like rather than telling a story or like, you know, doing what music was supposed to do originally, which. Yeah. Is a so whole like the, thing that we could go on a rant on, but we're not oh, yeah. gonna. But I, but I do like how they touch on that in this movie because I think yes. um, they go at it from a cool angle. Mm-hmm. Um, like even um, the way his friend, he's talking about like they're talking about doing audio, audio commentaries for songs. Mm-hmm. I'm like, that's such a ridiculous idea. And yeah, and like, he's like, he's like, have you talked to a musician? Do you think that they have like <laughs> a single say? thought going on in their head? <laughs> they they sing words on a page, and that is the words that we give them, and that's it. Right. Like, like, that's all like, they do. Like, the people that we're working with do not have anything more to contribute here. So like, let's right. not pretend that they do. And exactly. he's the only honest person there. Honest, because everyone else there is just part of. They just want to like make the money and keep yeah. it going um yeah so then after all that they're like okay like clearly mark ruffalo you're not in the machine like we are you're not in our vision so like you gotta go mm-hmm. um i love how dramatic he is <laughs> trying to leave I taking the art with him and he gets dropping. <laughs> he's great <laughs> so in this comes back for that he yeah yes. he did an incredible job with the whole honestly one of my favorite craziness. performances of him I think yeah. so far that I've yeah, seen from him. I, I really I love Mark Ruffalo because he's like I didn't love him in um, Endgame. No, see, I don't, I don't <laughs> as much as I think he's talented. I don't love his Hulk either. It's not that I don't. I didn't have a problem with it in any of the. He other doesn't movies. ruin the movie, but 
It was just, just, I don't know yeah. whose choice it was to make Hulk that way. And it just upsets me every time I think about it. But anyway, he, let's not get into that. Does he dab in Endgame too? I don't, I don't know. I, I don't, don't know. I just stopped paying attention to him in the movie. He ruined the whole movie if I think I mean, about he, him too much. I mean, he was, a, he was part of bringing them back. I mean, did, wasn't he the one that snapped everyone back? Yeah. But could he not have done that as just Banner? Oh, like, Bruce. did he have to be Banner and Hulk? Like, it was just, it was upsetting to say the anyway, least. So Mark Ruffalo, he's great. We love him. Yes, yeah, um, we love him in this movie. For and sure. I, he did I just an think, incredible job. I just think he's great because it's it's. I think it's hard to make a fuck up really likable, and he somehow manages yes, to do that. Yes, and he that. does it. He really does. Like, yeah, yeah. I love. Um, yeah, that that's an impressive impressive job there. Yeah, um, I love that. But we definitely. And then, oh, go ahead. We see the relationship with like him and mm-hmm. his daughter, and that's kind of yeah. We. She she got a little bit of daddy issues. Um, clearly, clearly they're on the they're not on the right no. you know wavelength. He's he from the start we see that like he kind of neglects her in a way. Um, he kind of forgets only not, showing up like once a month to like yeah try to have some kind of relationship with her. Yeah, I guess. which like later on it, we get it gets revealed that like that isn't necessarily the case from the beginning from the beginning he was the one taking care of the daughter while the mom was going off and hooking up with all these other people right yeah Yeah. so you know so we learn a little bit more about his character later on i think it just shows yeah it it shows like there's like a really bad disconnect there and there's really no clear relationship between the two but i think it's interesting that you bring that up because something that i liked about this movie too is just how it uses point of view in terms of like first like we saw the angle of Greta performing. Well, first we just see her performing, but the first mm-hmm. you see how Mark Ruffalo got to that point of finding her. And then yeah. you see later how she ended up. How she got the, there. There. Yeah. And, and like you're saying about point of view, like at first, like all we know is that like he's not there for his daughter, but then you realize once he's going back and forth with Kira Knightley, like you don't understand what's ha- really yeah. happening. Like you don't have that point of view that I have. Like you, you don't, don't really, yeah, you you're don't not know seeing the whole things story. this way. You don't know the whole story. Yeah. So I just, I find that interesting. Um, and I like because they set Marco Ruffalo up to, like, show how much he wants the authenticity. You can understand mm-hmm. then why he's so, like, immediately, like, attached to her when she's singing. Especially yes. when he starts visualizing the instruments. I thought it was really cool. Oh, I loved that. Yeah. Loved that. I, that whole scene was just so great. But it's, like, the, that whole song, A Step You Can't Take Back, is, it's mm-hmm. sad as hell. And it's, like, I mean, the whole song is about it's, like, it's, like, contemplating killing yourself. Oh. So, like. Yeah, I mean, like the the lyrics are like so you like, you you sh- it's like you get to a subway station and you're like looking at the tracks and you know that the subway's gonna come and you can very easily just take a step forward and it's like yeah. it's a step you can't take back and so and the, it's so so real and it's so sad and I think he definitely he hears it in the lyrics he hears it in her voice and like, yeah, the authenticity definitely. is absolutely even though there. like she's it's clear she's not the best performer because that's not what she does. Mm-hmm there's still she's something a, she's though, a like, writer she's not a yeah, performer singer song yeah. right exactly so um yeah i just but I, like we said i just love how he's able to visualize and it makes sense like he's worked in the industry like mm-hmm. he can know how to make things work around her to like yeah i guess to, create that really vision create that beautiful image of like in music and how it all works together so right. I, I really enjoyed that scene but so then, then they, um, they get to talking and mm-hmm. and i just i love the one of my favorite parts about this movie is that it's set in New York, 
and it's yeah. just so much chaos around them. Oh, like yeah. he's like they're like walking on the street, and she's like about to get into the, like go down to get to the subway, mm-hmm. and like in the background is like this like homeless lady getting arrested by the police. Oh yeah, yeah, right, and you're right. Just yeah, so much <laughs> chaos and just like in the background that they don't even pay attention to because because it's New York and that's it's what happens New in New York. Yeah. I literally so. saw this TikTok of this guy screaming an Olivia Rodrigo song in the streets of New York, and like no one even like looks twice at him. <laughs> like that's just New York. <laughs> it's great. It's New York, yeah. yeah. Yeah, you just gotta expect the insanity there. Right, but I I do love like once they finally once he finally like approaches himself like approaches her, like mm-hmm. their conversations already like I really love their chemistry, like even when they're talking at the bar and she's t- he's talking about what was the question he was asking like name me an artist that like. Oh, um, uh, someone who like didn't like who like isn't changed. like put together like a, a a very curated image, and she right. was like Dylan, which Dylan. And he was like the glasses, the hair, and it's <laughs> yeah. like yeah, no, he's definitely not like right. authentic, authentic, but you know. And then she's like Randy Newman, and he's like Randy, you know Newman. what? Fuck, you got me there. <laughs> I love you got Randy me there, <laughs> Randy Newman, iconic. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, which, I really like that with them that they're already like. They have a very, very good relationship. Like, the chemistry is off the charts. We love it. But without needing a romantic chemistry, which I love Which I want to get into some more later on, because there's there's a point later on where it's kind of like, what's happening here? So Yeah. Okay. Okay. Fair fair enough. Um, So then you start seeing things from Grita's perspective. Adam Levine was her boyfriend. I'm like, hello. Which so, is my mom's boyfriend, actually. So Anna Levine. Yeah. Okay. My is she a big Maroon Five fan? Yeah. Remember when like Maroon Five was like good, like the thing they were good. Oh yeah. Yeah. Good old was days. Was it like 15 years ago? <sighs> it's been a long time, buddy. <laughs> uh, anyway. But um, yeah, <laughs> we start seeing you know him. So he he comes to the city. He's like a new newborn little rock star. Right. Doesn't quite know what's coming for him yet. Yes. And then slowly but surely, we start seeing this transition into a complete asshole. Basically, like, he I mean, He grows a mustache, really, and it's done. Where, oh, you know, when he grows <laughs> that facial hair, it's like, okay, the industry's changed him. He, <laughs> yeah, no, he, he grows a mustache and starts drinking matcha, which, yeah. I don't know why I'm, like, talking shit about it, because I actually really like matcha. <laughs> but in the context of the movie, But like, in the context of the matcha, movie, I hate him like... for that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I think he's, like, the perfect guy to play for that, because obviously he's someone who's, like, in the industry who's in like the an artist knows, and like yeah and like that fake authenticity of like well you right. know the roads really taught me you know this and this and this and yeah. like and she's the only one that's calls him out for it and is like like what the hell are you talking are you about talking like what about? is your what is your deal like you this is not you stop yeah. talking like that like <laughs> which i think so explains I later how when mark ruffalo approaches her like she's so like hesitant to the idea of like working for a label and stuff because like with her experience she with him like she knows like change. firsthand she, yeah. like how it changed him um but yeah no, like yeah. oh then so then uh she shows that video of lost stars which is the first um, time we see yeah. that and obviously you, sh- you see that it was written as a ballad mm-hmm. for him it's like you see clear. the way it was really written to be played it was it was written to be played it was written i mean this was like her gift to him and this yeah. was like her you know her emotions in a song yes. um and she yeah so like it's 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 a very special song, and I love that song. It just oh, oh, it's great. I every song I, on the soundtrack is incredible, but like this one especially, it's really it's good just soundtrack. Yeah, beautiful. So definitely the you know. definitely the standout here. 
I think for me, like the song, mm. honestly, I don't know if it's the best song because I feel like every song to me pretty much sounds like equally good in my opinion, at least. They're but really I, good. They're but really I think, good. Yeah. But I think this song definitely has the most like important, like this most important to the story. Yeah. Like, so well, I think. But even then, like each song has like it's it's like special thing oh, right. to it, you know. Like the but next the song that we hear is by the end, at least. Um, is it? Is it higher? You tell place me. I don't know something? the title. <laughs> I, I don't remember which song he placed for her, and it was like, oh, I wrote a new song while I was over there, and then that's the one where she's listening to it and she's looking in his eyes, and it's like, I can't believe you. You cheated on me, and oh, she just slaps him, and right, he's like, right, right, he's like, mm-hmm. like what the hell? Like he's all upset, but then he comes back and he's like you're a mind reader like how i, I didn't say a single word but she like, knew it how do you she, okay first of all like why would he play that song and then be surprised that she's able to figure out what he's trying to say like she's a damn songwriter yeah like, like no shit like she knows what you're trying to say that's so like, like what she's good at so yeah that <laughs> like, was really stupid of him if he was trying to be subtle about it but but she realizes like he ended up i don't know if he necessarily like cheated on her cheated on her but he definitely was like he found interest in another girl. I mean, definitely implied that he's like having a, like, yeah, he's he doing ha- things. There's, I'm, a, I'm, new, I'm there's a new relationship. I'm going to assume yeah. he's cheating. I'm going to assume so because I hate him. But yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so it's like assumed that he's cheating because he's a bad person. And right. um, he's like, well, I need to see it through. And so then that's the end of the relationship there. So she goes and she finds good old James Corden and is like, hey, buddy. Hey, yeah. hey, British buddy. Help a girl out. So mm-hmm. she starts staying with him because he's a good friend in this movie, yeah. and that's good. He is so. good in this, a good friend. Yeah. So it's. I just know, I so didn't that's... I just wouldn't have expected that. It's literally like pretty much right after that breakup that you're already like in the narrative, like presently. And then, like, so I, yeah, so then that's when it immediately after it comes full circle to that. Yeah. Where she's back on stage, and so that's yeah. kind of so I do I do really enjoy that the whole first section of that movie is just like mm. it's the same story but just from different points of view different it's, point of view it's really cool yeah the how it how it's shown like that but she decides Definitely. you know what let's give this guy a shot and let's you know let's go i don't have a demo but let's you know try it out you know so they go and then he's like well i can't sign you if you don't have a demo or anything right right and so he then they automatically go play. like does not like her his his business partner at the company oh like, yeah oh. i love the shot of her playing and he, Mark Ruffalo's on the side, and he's, like, looking all excited. And, and like, then Yasin Bey's, like, <laughs> over there, like, not into it at all. Which, I don't know if you recognized him. He uh, he was also in Hitchhiker's Guide. Yeah, Hitchhiker's Guide, guide yeah. Yeah. So, like, hey, look at this There you guy. go. <laughs> um, um, I think this is the better movie that they're in, but... <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, so anyway, yeah, she, he's, like, not into it, but he's like, okay, well, maybe if you record a demo, like, maybe we'll take a look at it. Like, whatever. Yeah. Um, so then... They come up with that really crazy but really cool Brilliant idea. Brilliant idea of, of recording, like, recording an album all over New York City, like it's in the city. Awesome. Awesome. I love this idea. This whole concept is just like, oh, I love it because I love New York City. It smells bad. The people are weird and mean. There's always just like the most random things. I once saw a lady get run over by a taxi, then immediately get up and just keep walking like nothing Go about happened. her day. <laughs> I love New York. <laughs> <That's funny. laughs> oh my god. It's awful, but I love it. I've um I've never been to New York City. I've like flown through New York, like JFK. Mm-hmm. The people at the airport that were mean. Yeah. I'm like, is this, is this a preview of what New York would be like if it's I stayed awful. here? It's <laughs> awful. But the I do want to go to New York so at some mean. point. I bet, I bet. But I, but I, I love I do, it. 
I do want to go. I'm definitely going to be like that cliche tourist guy, like walking through Times Square, you know. You but have to. Okay, who cares? Like, yeah, I want to Everyone do is. I want to go yeah. to the garden, watch the Knicks play. Like, all that just sounds fun to me. It's um, so fun. I was just kind of surprised that he was able to find musicians that quickly. But then again, it's but then again, it's New York City. Everyone's broken board. Everyone's broken board, and like even like the the child prodigy and the the sister and brother. And she was like, as long as I'm not playing Vivaldi anymore, I'm willing to do like, it. I'm she's in. like, yeah. <laughs> yeah so I think she just <laughs> like, like she's very bored. My favorite was the piano teacher who was playing for like the the little kids, and yeah. he just quits right there. And still, he's yeah. just like, bye, girl. And they're all like, bye. <laughs> he's like, keep in touch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i love um, that so he's able to you know work with them and then he has CeeLo. yes CeeLo he Green, needs more help the friend who um uh, well because they started off as an independent they were independent but they were like um doing like rap music at the beginning mm-hmm. too right so yeah, like so was like yeah one of their artists that he yes. was working with so so CeeLo's one of the people friend. that they blew up as part of their like because of them like because of him mm-hmm. and his business part though like, he was able to you know grow popular because of the label so he's like already it feels like indebted to him he's like mm-hmm. my career would not be possible without him without him yeah so it's like definitely. whatever you need like i'll do it like i'll pay so, who, your musicians like i don't care like so he shows up silo and his beat his backup beatboxers <laughs> i that love that, cool. that yeah. Was cool yeah so um but yeah so he's he's a really nice guy in this movie yeah. where he's like i'm gonna help out this friend he's a good person yeah. and i love him so we love we love that he's there to help yes. out, and that he obviously cool. comes and like really does help them out in this movie. So that's that's yeah. Cool that they I definitely have that I just angel. we I mean we touched on this a little with Adam Levine, but even with CeeLo being here, like I just love the real like actual musicians like being in this movie. Like it really mm-hmm. brings more authenticity, I guess, to this world that people who are actually like. And that's a word that we've used a lot, but I mean, that's really like what well, that's they're really like looking for. The theme for. of this movie is like right. staying authentic and true to yourself. True to yourself, so. yeah. You know. And especially for people that are like really at like lows in their life, like I mean, we'll get into mm-hmm. this more later. But I just I really think this movie just speaks to like the power of music, like the healing, yeah. I guess, of music, which I think is so cool. Right. Um, but then they start recording. Mm-hmm. Definitely got now where Sing Street got the vibes from. Like literally, like yeah. the way they set up and like shoot in the street is literally like the same thing as Sixth Street. The same Sixth thing, Street. yeah. That's Austin, Texas. That's not. That's yeah, Sixth, Sixth Street. Street. Sixth Street is something else, but <laughs> um, Sing Street <laughs> is a movie, and <laughs> you're trying your best, buddy. It's okay. Um, but <laughs> yeah, no, it definitely has that same vibes. You can definitely see yeah. where the director takes inspiration from each of these movies, but. Um, I just love it. I love seeing it, like, the again, the chaos of New York behind yeah. them, but, like, still creating this music, and then they're, like, constantly, like, you know, on the run because they have, like, there's, like, a cop coming and they're trying to stop them. They're, like, in the subway, and they all have to, like, pick up their shit. And yeah, run. and then they're, like, running. So, like, that's that's fun. Like, it's just, like, yeah. it's nice. And, again, you get to, like, see the city, and it's always pretty, so... I love that. I love no, it. definitely. And then they get the little kids, and they're, like... Oh, my God, they, yeah, they were bargaining with the kids it was like i'll give you guys a dollar and and they're like no way dude and then they ended up taking one cigarette for them to share or like one cigarette each and like a pack of matches yeah like a a pack of matches they're like deal and a lollipop (laughs) oh right right Um, i'm like i love it i love it yeah something you also touched on a little earlier was his relationship with his daughter Haley steinfeld um and you definitely can tell like here nightly is gonna be like the bridge between like the relationship with those two yeah um helping she um, she definitely helps them out you know they she she becomes 
sort of like a role model a role model to her mm-hmm. and like trying to explain to her he's like she's like you're a really pretty girl like and like don't be like be afraid to show it yeah in like different ways and like all this stuff and so she really helps her out she takes her shopping and she gives her boy advice and right. so that's you know she, she becomes and then eventually this yeah um eventually then she's like if you want to play guitar like on our on the album like go for mm-hmm. it and invites you know. her which and then nice. once you actually get to that moment where she's playing guitar, it's like a really satisfying moment. Because she's I thought. actually like she's a little nervous at first, but like mm-hmm. she ends up like doing really well on it. Yeah. And and like the I mean, you could just see like her dad is just so proud of her because yeah. Of and it. then playing with her, I was just like, this is so sweet. It's it's really sweet. Yeah, you start yeah. seeing like more of a bond between them. But um, but before we get to her actually playing, we see it's a, a date between the two leads in this movie. Uh, Well, they okay. Actually, this is where I should bring my prop out. Um, Oh, oh, I forgot you had a prop. Am I getting? Yeah, yeah. So, so they decide. um, He, she starts learning a little bit more about Dan's backstory and right. You know how his relationship with his wife and everything. Mm -hmm. And so they're they kind of just go on a. I'm calling it a date to this like through the city and they decide to switch playlists and like go back and forth and like show each other the songs which yeah. i think is so i think it's cool because first she's it. like she sees the splitter in his car she's like what's that <laughs> like it's a splitter you can like oh my god there you go yeah so i i love splitters i have a few myself yeah, yeah i i got this after watching the movie and i carried it around with me everywhere in case i needed to use it with someone else um I think my guess is plot twist i didn't i did never use it shocker uh, <laughs> yeah no surprise there honestly uh <laughs> but i have it still you know if anyone wants to which like is very useless now because headphones literally like yeah is that gonna work with this like yeah it's it's <laughs> Screw you, iPhone. Pointless. That was stupid of you. You can do it with Androids, though. I mean. All right, I guess I gotta switch to Android. Right. Anyway. Anyway. Peace and love to Android users. <laughs> no offense to Android users, but um, I'm looking at you, Andreas. Anyway. <laughs> uh, we still bully him for that, but... Um, yeah, so that whole thing. So they go through the city. I love the concept of, like, going into a club, because she's like, okay, we need to dance to this song. And so yeah. they're, like, dancing in the club to their own music. And it's just, like... That was cool. Everything about this night is just so... It's adorable. Like, it's very... Again, it just shows their chemistry is, like, so strong. Yeah. And it's, like, it's very clear that they are very good friends at this point. Yeah. Like they they're, yeah. they're have a very strong bond as, as Definitely. friends. But I think here is where it's like those lines get a little bit blurred for like for one night there is a second yes i agree i agree i did notice that too they where it's like your whole whole time you're watching this you're like but they're friends right yeah and then you're like but wait because you can tell they still have some kind of like "Mm," this is a little too friendly you know yeah (laughs) and and like even by the end of the night i am fully convinced that they were going home to her place Oh, if James Corden wasn't there. If James Corden wasn't there. Yeah. I, like, I that mean, was going to, you know, yeah. kind of ruin the friendship right there. Right. <laughs> so, right. um, I was, so I think that's like, you get one little glimpse of, of a possible relationship between them that ultimately would, it, it, it wouldn't work out. I don't no, think I don't that think they would, so. would make a good couple at all. So I think I, I'm glad that they, you know, remain as friends. But I'm glad they kept actually, it there. There's a deleted scene 
that I didn't oh. know about until I looked up a picture. Like, I looked up to, like, I was like, okay, what are her vibes for the outfit? So I could, like, oh, right, match right, right. those vibes, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> in my outfit. So, um, but I ended up seeing a picture. And I was like, okay, wait a minute, what? So apparently there was a kiss between them. There was a kiss scene, and it was uh, that, like, sort of, like, it almost felt like a final goodbye between the two of them, mm-hmm. you know? And so he, so apparently there was supposed to be a kiss there, but it was taken out of the movie. So okay. said it was more like a, just a, it was, it was those eyes that said enough that was, like, we have feelings for each other, but we both know that it's best if we, if we keep our relationship where it's at and, like, in the long run, this is going to be so much better than like, yeah. a serious relationship could ever be between us. I get you, yeah. So I just wanted to touch on their relationship a little bit. But the chemistry We're, between them is just so yeah. incredible. I mean, I, just, I think it's great. I mean, I'm glad they left that out because I yeah. I think what makes this work even more strongly is that even though like they do hint at it a little bit kind of in that one part you're talking about, like mm-hmm. this is like a platonic male-female friendship, which I don't think we get enough of in movies. Yeah, um, exactly. I love seeing those. Um, yeah. And this so one, like, w- their chemistry with it is just really cool. It's perfect, yeah. Yeah. I really, I really liked it. I'm, I'm glad that they kept it that way and that they didn't include anything yeah. else. And also, too, it, because so. of that, I honestly, I'm curious, do you l- consider this a rom-com? Because I don't. I don't. No. Okay. I don't think so. Because, I mean, because there there's is... There's relationships. There's romances in it. There's relationships in the movie. But the central relationship is those two, and they're not a couple, so, like... They're not a couple, it's and... It's never about their romance or anything like that, so... Yeah. I mean, you you get glimpse... I mean, obviously, like, it's the start of it is, like, the relationship between her and Adam Levine's character, but then, mm-hmm. you know, that kind of doesn't work out, and then that's kind of just in the... in like. It's in the background of the movie. It's not at the forefront of the movie. Yeah. And the same thing with his relationship with his wife. It's in the background right. of the movie, but it's not the forefront. It's it, exactly. The relationship is between these two friends, and... Yeah. Yeah, so I think I, I'm then, glad that they have that. Another interesting genre question: Do you consider this a musical? I don't um, either. I don't think so because I feel like for me, musical is very like there's a very there's 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 musical and then there's a movie with music <laughs> with music in it, right? Yeah, I don't think you'd be wrong if you call this a musical movie, but like. I don't, I don't know. Necessarily they don't just consider. start talking and break out into song. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's not yeah. the type of musical that we're uh, thinking about. Yeah. yeah. So if it's, it was, it's definitely... I don't know if I'd like this very much. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad that it is the way it <laughs> I'm is. I'm glad it's not. <laughs> and not a musical. I mean, I right. love musicals. I Don't get me wrong. But well, I definitely yeah, we, we know. We know. appreciate it. Yeah, we know. Well, I definitely appreciate this movie more the way it is. I wouldn't, yes, I wouldn't change anything definitely. like that. Um, yeah. I, those are just, honestly just kind of interesting questions I had in my head because a lot of movies... I really like how they play with genres and like one movie can I think actually that reminds me of something um I remember the Golden Globes back when they were still around because now you know I don't know if you heard about they had like no black people in their membership um they had like it was stupid um okay. they I remember some of their craziest controversies the last couple of years was like what they would classify movies in in their categories because they have a drama category and a musical comedy category and I remember one year they put The Martian that movie with Matt Damon in the comedy category. And they also put Get Out one year in the comedy category, musical comedy. <laughs> and we were like, what the fuck are y'all doing? Like, did y'all watch these movies? What? And what world no. are they? Yes, they have comedic parts to them, but they're not comedies. But that's not a co- Like, it's not a comedy. Right. At all. <laughs> it's like The Martian is a drama, like a sci-fi movie. Get Out is a horror movie. Like, 
Very clear cut. <laughs> so they're not. They're not. Not com- comedy. You have comedic relief characters. Yes. As does every other movie. Yeah. But you wouldn't classify every movie as a comedy. Yeah. Like it was just. That's so stupid. So ridiculous. But anyway, yeah, I just yeah. Anyway, I just find it interesting, like where movies fit in in terms of genre norms and stuff. Like a lot of movies could just mm-hmm. break genre norms pretty well. But at the end of the day, it's still like at the end of the day, you're a, yeah. in a genre of movie. Like Get Out. I'm sorry, you're not a comedy. You're not. not I don't watch no. that movie and think I had that was the funniest movie of the year. Yeah. Like, it's not. Well, then I, again, that being said, I watch it because I want to laugh. I don't think of it as a horror movie. I think of it as oh, a comedy for me. That makes, okay, but like that's also because it is a horror comedy. Okay, that was a bad example. Wait, but anyway, the new. Wait, you're talking about the new one? Yeah. You co- that's a com- horror comedy to you? Is it not? I consider it just horror. <laughs> I mean, it's funny I watch too. That movie and I laugh like crazy. I mean, I love to watch it because it makes me like happy to watch. I get, okay. I think what it is also too is coming down to what the filmmakers are intending. Yeah. I don't think it. They were intending to make a horror comedy. But if you see it that way, like that makes sense. But that might just be um, something that I have to. You know, <laughs> it's something you need to reevaluate. You need to. You need to work on that. Uh, but anyway, moving on. Anyway, um, back to back to the movie. Um, yeah, I try. So I was trying to like read my notes. So I was like, okay, what did I put next? But like, I, I do not understand the sentence that I wrote, and okay, I'm really trying to give it a shot. Okay. Beth. Oh, okay. I think I was talking about the voicemail song that she left. Him. I was about to just like mention that too. Yeah, I love that her outlet for like letting her feelings out is through music and through the voicemail and being like, "Here you go." Like, yeah, and it's like you know what? You screwed me over, and I mm-hmm. hate you for that. Mm-hmm. And I just wanted you to know. I just wanted you to know through song, through song, exactly. and uh, <laughs> kazoo. The kazoo was hilarious. Oh yeah, <laughs> he's like, just like. <laughs> Wait, and she's like, dude, no, this is not the vibes. It's not quite where it's at. Uh, and he was like, okay, dropping it. We're good. Yeah. Like, never Hold happened. On. <laughs> right. Um, yeah. Not that so that was fun. funny. Um, so then they have that conversation a little bit later between Adam. So basically, Adam Levine listens to that. And he now feels bad and wants to, you know, come back to her. Um, mm-hmm. So then they're talking about, like, his. So then, wait. They're talking. He shows her. I guess the album's already came out. Right. Yeah. So he he's already released his album, because um, he recorded while he was on the road, and he called it "On the Road," like Kerouac, and she made fun of him for it. And he was yeah. like, "Damn it, that is a really bad name for an album." <laughs> <laughs> so again, once again, that's like her being like, "Stop being yeah. an asshole. Like, stop like, pretending like you're this person. Like, you're yeah. not. Like, right. who who are you? Because I don't recognize this guy at all." And she and especially doesn't recognize it when she, he starts playing Lost Stars off the album because yeah. it is not she's at all like, like she wrote it. No, she's like, she's this, like this is not a poppy radio song. Like this it. is a ballad yeah. that I wrote for you. Like this is not yeah, what and it again, is. And he's, he's, just, he's like yeah. trying to explain to her. It's like, well, you know, the crowd loves it like this when when we play it like that, and 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 it's it's gonna like top all the all it's the charts be because it's yeah. yeah. And she's like, that's not what it was intended for though. And he's like, what's well, supposed to be shared? And it's like, no. No, this is a song that was like shared my feelings and and it was written specifically that way because that's how my feelings were. Like and you yeah. went and you changed the song to make other people happy when the, yeah. like that was not the intent. And so she's, you know, he cuz that honestly, I'm not a fan of that remix, so I don't even oh, know hell why. No. Hell no. Yeah. Why the crowd would love that one more? So I'm like, well, that's that'll bring us to the ending where 
you know, with the whole crowd thing, which I think comes full circle really well. Um, yeah. And that, I mean, that, that conversation, for example, I, as much as I understand the importance of that conversation, I do feel along with that one, like some of the conversations I think could have been trimmed down a little bit. Like, I feel like that ran a little okay. long for me. Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. Um, um, it, but, but I mean, it also just shows like... Shows their acting chops, I guess, is just like a, at a normal conversation. There's not yeah. like too much going on, but I see what you mean. Yeah. No, that's very true. Um, then her album's ready to go. She goes mm-hmm. to the record label Mark Ruffalo used to work for. I love how she just mm-hmm. fucking stands up to them. I love it because he's like, they're like trying to explain the breakdown of, of the cost. Where it was like, okay, so let's say we sell it for $10 and you would get a buck for every album sold. And she was like, okay, well, let's think about this way. Um, we created the album on our yeah. own. So it's already done. Everything's done. In terms of marketing, like, you don't really have to do much. We can handle that as we well. So why are you getting nine out of my $10 and right. I'm getting a dollar out of it when I'm the one who wrote the songs, produced the song, sang the songs? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so she completely just, like, kills yeah, them. And I absolutely. love it. And she Especially- walks out of there like a bad bitch. Oh, bad bitch. Yes. Which, like, I sw- like didn't they? Did they mention like about remixes they wanted to make and stuff? Or yeah, they- yeah, they were like, well, thanks for like remixes and like this could it's really like, be like a hit album. And she's dude, it's not really like it's it's so, but it's so damn true though with like the way the industry is. Like, you know how many albums we get now? An album will come out sometimes not even a week later. A deluxe is already out. Which yeah. is basically just like let's not talk about album. how much money we spend on albums that are right. <laughs> same thing over and over again, um, and you buy four versions of the right. same thing. But let's just because just, that's yeah. what they told you to do. But you I have just, to do it. I just really briefly want to say that, like a lot of these albums, let's say they're already twenty songs. Like this is already a long ass project that yeah. pretty much has no meaning to it. They're just built for streams. Like you're not you're not trying to make good music, and then you put a deluxe on top of that that. A lot of times that's nothing to do with actually continuing what the original album yeah. was. You're just trying to make more music for streams. It's just like, uh, it's just so frustrating because it's like there's so many talented people <laughs> in the industry, like mainstream. But it's like. I feel like such a hypocrite right now. Because, because here you I buy am all talking, these versions. Because I'm talking about how like, oh, music needs to be authentic and all this shit. And, and literally in, sitting in my mailbox right now is another album that was made to just top the charts. Like, yeah, there is definitely songs in there that have, like, real meaning behind it and, like, are, are heavy songs. Yeah. But then there are also, there's also some songs on there that are, like, we wrote these so that they could, you know, sell. Right. So I feel very much like a hypocrite right now talking about this, but I mean, but I still, I still have, I have faith in music. There's still, there's still got to be some artists. There's a lot of incredible artists still out there, hundred percent. I and I do think there. I mean, there's hundred percent people in the mainstream industry still that I do think make authentic music. Like I'm not saying Mm -hmm. everyone that's mainstream like does that. I blame the industry more honestly than like the people that are in it. If that makes sense. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, Um, I I agree. Oh. but yeah, I I love the way this wraps up with their you know their friendship. Obviously, like mm-hmm. we've mentioned, I think their friendship is really great. Um, yeah, and they're they're great together. And doing everything that. everything sort of just works out. I I like so it's very clear like he's able to he moves back in with his family with mm-hmm. his wife. He's able to patch things up. He's stopped he's good with his drinking. Daughter. He's good with his daughter. Everything like there is solid. And I like that with her ending. They kind of left it a little bit ambiguous where it's like she goes to his concert. Mm-hmm. 
and he in like she he like plays the song the way she wrote it finally yeah. and you see her off to the side and she's like she's listening to it she's crying and then she are, leaves yeah oh yeah well because i i what i meant from earlier how he was talking about like well people love it this way live like it's so good like i think what made it mm-hmm. so stronger is like no like people appreciate the authentic authenticity that comes with it like you see how people were responding to it emotionally live too like mm-hmm. waving their arms and crying like that's yeah like that was the, the point she was making about like you don't need to make it this way just for people to enjoy it like no if you make real authentic music real people, music people are gonna feel well, it people are gonna connect to it right yeah, yeah. like so you know it, it was nice to see it finally like the song yeah. being sung the way it was meant to be and she yeah. got to witness it and i think that was really a really special moment for her but but in the end, like, she ends up leaving early, leaving the concert yeah. early, and just sort of, like, you know, riding along in the city on her own, just, and and it, it's kind of like, well, does she take him back? Does she not? And based on, like, like her reaction, and I wasn't mm. entirely sure. I don't so really, what were your thoughts? I didn't really see it as, like, her reacting that way, because mm-hmm. I think she was just happy that he's making authentic music and, like, portraying Mm-hmm. like singing it how it should be and like that he's back to he's not part of i guess how he was the whole movie yeah but i don't really i don't know if i really saw it as like oh she's gonna take him back now i just kind of think like yeah i don't know i think she's just happy with herself with where maybe. things are right now where things are yeah yeah okay that's yeah how I, I, I agree with that i think that's a really good yeah i i liked it i liked that final shot of it just being yeah her, i like it too on her it's own nice but happy definitely so yeah so i think that was a nice little conclusion but then we we get like a, a little post credits but like beginning of credits scene i guess where remind um, me about that where we find out that she's she goes over to dance and was like i don't want your label to oh to release yes, my yes, album. yes yes you're right mm-hmm. and so she decides to release it online on her own for a dollar she's a like dollar. a buck you know a buck mm-hmm. for me and she's like are you sure you don't want it between everyone in the band right he's like are you sure you don't want two dollars like yeah i know for two a dollar and so she releases it without the company so she gets you know full profits from it and obviously she's gonna like split it with the band the rest of the band mm-hmm. but yeah i think you know it was a good nice little and then his label's pissed anyway. at him and all and that then, but, yeah, yeah. <laughs> which is because uh, he was still like working under he was still like yeah, it was, it was part of part of like the agreement when they they were gonna sign her was like, well, first he gets his job back. Oh right, yeah. <laughs> like that's the first part. And then last um, very long. <laughs> yeah, and then he was like, yeah, yeah, clean your office, get out. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah, I I you know I liked it. Yeah. I so liked, what? So she does it on her own terms. Yeah. What then? Now that we've gone to the end of this, I guess what I I know you touched on this a little bit what really spoke to you i guess emotionally with this movie i don't know i think i love music yeah i i i love if you if you couldn't tell based on like my constant right. rants about music i love music so much and it did it's it's the power that music has to just completely change just how you're feeling in that moment and i think this movie does such an incredible job of showing that impact that music can have and like the purpose of music what what it's made for what it's made to do and at the time i think when i first watched this movie was like i was i was just 
I don't know. I can't say that I was like at my peak with music because I've always had a peak with music. I just, I've always just, it, it, it's something I thoroughly, thoroughly enjoy. Like I cannot go on oh, yeah. in my day unless there is music playing behind me. For sure. Yeah. I, I cannot go on without music. So like, I, I don't know. I think this movie like really just like made an emphasis of that when I like when I needed to see it. And so because yeah. of that, like the happiness of just like watching it has always stuck with me while watching it countless other times you yeah. know so I mean, it's definitely like yeah that really feel good movie that's yeah. like really important i think when you um i don't know there's just points in your life where you sometimes need a movie like this to just really like mm -hmm. just bring you that comfort and especially like you were talking about like the power comfort. of that music brings yeah like, and you definitely like you see like through all the different relationships in the movie like with mark ruffalo and his daughter and then his wife and literally like adam levine and then and Kira, like literally like it's music was really like kind of important for like all yeah, those relationships all i guess them. which is pretty it, crazy so it, yeah. it helps with like per music helped with all of their personal growth it helped with like um their growth between like each relationship like you were saying it's it, like the characters in this movie i think are really well written yeah just they they all they have like their full circle moments or somewhere near it and I think they all they all evolve as people, yeah. whether like throughout the movie, like whether they go through their highs and their lows. I mean, some of them start off at their lows, some of them start off at their highs, and then they end at different points. But I love that it's like it it just it really shows that. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> no, definitely, definitely. Um, yeah, I just I and I definitely think like John Carney, like he's great, like with this and Sing Street. At least those are the only two mm -hmm. I've seen from him. Like. It's just another example of just, like, how well he's able to create, like, something that's just really feel good. I mean, I think Sing Street 2 is another movie that really, like, is a feel-good movie, too. Mm -hmm. um, this movie's definitely the opposite of something we watched, like, like Black Swan, like, something else we watched <laughs> yeah, last week. Yeah, definitely. Definitely a different vibe. Um, I really do like the soundtrack in this. I don't think it's the most memorable for me, personally. Like, mm -hmm. I don't know if it's something I want to go back to a lot, but I think, I mean, that all sounded really good to me. I thought Kieran Knightley singing once a month. Was, <laughs> I yeah. <laughs> um I watched this with my girlfriend. She she loves the soundtrack. She I think she loves the soundtrack more than the movie itself. Because she has taste. Absolutely. Good taste. She does. Shout Except when you. it comes to you. That I'm not too sure about. But everything else. <laughs> Don't disrespect her like that. <laughs> um, no, but um yeah, I just I just really thought this was really good. I thought the performances were all really solid. Yeah. Um Mark Ruffalo, I think, was probably my favorite performance. Mm -hmm. I just I love seeing him do his thing here. Um, which is good. James Corden's obviously not obnoxious, which is a plus. Um, yeah. And that brings me real quick to Kira Knightley. So I briefly touched on this before we started recording. Yeah. So w around when Sing Street came out, I don't want to misquote this, but the director, John Carney, was basically talking about like how much he really didn't like working with Kira Knightley uh, mm. during the movie. I didn't have no idea about this. So basically, mm. um, in an interview, he was just describing her as just like, like, I don't want to work with a supermodel, like, ever again. Like, he was just kind of labeling her as, like, a supermodel rather than an actress, even though she had been acting well before this movie came out. Like, she's definitely proved herself as an actress. Um, mm -hmm. And he was just basically talking about, uh, if I can find the part of the article. Um, basically, like, okay. So, talking about Kira Knightley, she's like, I don't, I don't, I just want to work with, like, proper film actor instead of movie stars like i don't want to rub on her but like 
it's hard being a film actor and it requires a certain level of honesty and self-analysis i don't think she was ready for and like i don't think she was ready for the movie and it's just kind of like i don't know where you got that from because i thought she was great in this yeah i like, thought she I, did a wonderful job and to like bring that up years later after the movie i just don't understand that and apparently he got a lot of backlash for it. he apologized and then i think mm. a few years ago they asked kira about it she's like well i mean i've never been called a supermodel before so thanks like <laughs> handled it um, like a boss i guess right i mean he's basically said like if she had a good time on the movie like they didn't get along while filming but you know like i'm proud of what i did in the movie i just obviously like i'm not gonna work with him again but yeah you know. um yeah i just i had no idea he like talked about that i was just like why wait what's yeah. the why i don't know why, why bring it up after all that time right. and it's just and again I, I think she did a wonderful job in the movie yeah i thought she's great yeah. i really i really dig uh, there's another movie i don't know if you've seen the imitation game um she's a gives a really great performance in that too so i I really like her as an actress and i know there's plenty of other things she's done Um, yeah and she sings well in this too so Mm -hmm. you know that's a bonus too so um yeah i just i liked how like low-key this was i think in both good and bad ways i i say bad only because i think i mean there's not really a lot of conflict in this i guess yeah okay but i don't know it's not really a bad thing either it's just like it's just it's a comfort watch you know you don't really need that yeah you don't don't necessarily need anything like that ah yeah yeah i agree right so i just feel like i don't know for what i wanted to do it's an easy watch yeah definitely yeah definitely an easy watch so if that's what you're looking for like it's pretty perfect for that Mm -hmm. purpose you know what i mean so um yeah but those were my final thoughts did you have anything you wanted to uh just i i I just i really enjoyed this movie i'll watch it again and again and i still enjoy it um again the soundtrack is incredible like i said i listen to it like at least once a month uh (laughs) i really love it um is it on yeah it's just i don't know but if it is i need it yeah yeah (laughs) sound good i think it'll sound good on vinyl okay i definitely need to find that but it costs like 50 dollars yeah. but go for it oh for sure yeah but <laughs> you know what's more hours. money to be thrown at music right. you're already throwing already enough money at music i might might as well yeah might I as well i spent mm, too much money yeah. but anyway <laughs> moving on let's not think back to that um but yeah i i really i just love this movie so if we can go yeah. right into scores sure do you want to go first yeah i i don't know okay so i i say like this is like a top 10 movie but again i don't know how to give 10s you don't have to give a 10 it's fine and i don't think it's necessarily like like a genius like perfectly written i mean like i think it's great it's written wonderfully the characters are amazing there's really not too many flaws to it but i don't want to but it's not like a i don't know i don't think though you have to give every movie that like you there's i've seen plenty of movies that don't really have flaws to them but like they're not for whatever reason they're not like movies that speak to me that all them perfect, perfect movie, yeah like that's fine yeah i was gonna give it like a high eight out of ten really? going into like nines and that's where i'm like i'm i'm torn i don't know if i want to give it a nine or an eight, like a 8.9 wow that's what i'm okay. giving it you can't even get it to nine that's interesting I don't know. I don't know. Something's stopping me, and I don't know what it is. Okay, interesting. So, you yeah. actually you bumped mean? up. You bumped up my score a little bit. I was gonna say seven, with like a high, very mm-hmm. high seven. Um, but I think I'm gonna give it an eight. Okay. Cool, okay I'm gonna give cool. it eight. Like a, a, it's a low so, eight, low eight, but it's still an eight, eight out of ten. I'll still I'll okay. give it that. So, oh, is that a cheers then? Because we're in the eight. I range? guess yeah, sure, yeah, close sure. enough. Cheers. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, so those are our thoughts on um, begin again. Um, yeah no spoiler mm-hmm. warning 
spoiler warning behind us. <sighs> I should Free just time. put, when I do on Zoom, like, put spoiler warning. I should just paint the me. wall with spoiler warning. Maybe yeah, then I'll remember. Something like that. I don't know. But, um, but yeah, those are our thoughts on Begin Again. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. So if y'all didn't already catch on, our next episode will be another little milestone for us. It is our 20th mm-hmm. episode. Yeah, so, we made it to yes, 20 episodes. we made it as far. I don't know how. This, yeah, this one, it needs to be in person. If it is not. Oh, we gotta make it happen. We'll definitely, we'll definitely try to make it happen for sure. Yes. I mean, no, we yeah, can't we even need- try. We have to. We just gotta we do it. We have to. We have to do we it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, so yeah, so we just want to do something a little cool for the 20th episode. Like The, mm-hmm. the structure of the episode is not going to be different, but just how we're going to do it, uh, how leading up to it is going to be a little, a little yeah. different. So. Martha and I, we talked about this, and we're going to do a, a poll. poll on Twitter. On so basically, Twitter. every movie we've talked about, her and I have decided what we thought for the 20th, we should let y'all decide our movie. Mm-hmm. So we came up with a little list of movies. Um, after this episode goes up, we're going to post a poll on our Twitter with the movies there, and y'all just vote for whichever one y'all want us to talk about on the next episode. Mm-hmm. So, uh, do you, Martha, do you remember the movies we talked about? Um, I remember, I, I think so. L- l- this is going to okay. be a fun so game of can four, I remember the movies? Yes. So it's, it's four, four movies. Yeah, okay. Yes. One of them was Nacho Libre. Yes. The other one was uh, Shark Tales. Yes. Mm-hmm. Shark Tales. Okay. Uh, the other one was... You're halfway there. Come on. Oh, dang it. Okay, Shark nope. Tales. What? What? No, like you're you're done. You don't remember? Oh, yeah, I give up. What are the other? Okay, two? well, like you said, Nacho Libre, Shark Tale, and then we also have Sky High. Sky High. And Meet the Robinsons. Meet the Robinsons. <laughs> yeah. Right. So those are. It's a, it's a good mix of movies. Different, definitely a good different genres and. I definitely think this is like the this is definitely the childhood nostalgia list. Oh, for sure. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. But uh, I th- we figured this would all be like really fun to talk about. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. So I mean, I'm sure at some point all four of these will be covered, like at some point in the future. So um, don't. Yeah, sure. So don't think like if you vote for one, we're never going to talk about the other ones. Like no, all four yeah. of these will definitely be talked about. But um, yeah, we'll we'll post that. Y'all just vote for whichever one you want to hear us most talk about, mm-hmm. and then once that result is finalized, we'll announce it, and that'll be our next episode. Yeah. So there you have it. So that'll be on our Twitter. So if you're not following us on Twitter yet, we're at In a Wider Screen on Twitter. We're also at In a Wider Screen on TikTok and Instagram. So all the updates, including what's going to happen with this poll, will be on there. Um, if you want to listen to us, we're on Spotify, Apple, wherever you may listen to your audio. Mm-hmm. Um, and video. I forgot where else we watch this yeah. podcast. On video, YouTube. In a Wider Screen podcast, subscribe to our channel. Yes. Um, like, comment do all that fun stuff you definitely get a lot more out of watching it on youtube definitely. so definitely, definitely get a lot recommend more that. so if you do listen to audio we really appreciate you but definitely mm-hmm. appreciate you as well if you watch our videos so that yeah. that, that would be great um martha anything else you want to say before we head off um music 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 right. thank you all right well <laughs> we'll see you guys next time Bye. Bye.